Well, Jack. Here we go from Arizona. That's right. They talk about sports and pop culture for two different points of view. A father and a son disagree on with Swagalicious attitude. Today's top story is breaking them down through a generation gap. Listen to them talk about the NFL. Listen to them talk Doja Cat. According to the Osbournes, yeah. According to the Osbournes, yeah. Well, Jack, we've got a couple of firsts this week. We do. First, we are recording before a live studio audience. (laughs) We have three people here. Second, we are, and I'm fine with the live studio audience making noises to to an extent. And then second, we are recording on location is what they would say in the business, Jack. Phoenix, Arizona. We're not in Phoenix, dude. Arizona. We landed in Phoenix. We've driven (laughs) four and a half hours since then. We've climbed like 6,000 feet since then. Arizona. We're in Arizona. That's good. We're, we're in the Grand Canyon Village, son, at the South Rim. We're about to do a backpacking trip starting tomorrow, and we have a special guest. We might have multiple special guests. The first on the mic is Baxter Johnson. Baxter, say hello to the folks. Hello. <laughs> T- tell us a little bit about yourself, Baxter. I am part of the NBLers. Oh, my gosh. And... Which is the Naked Bootleggers, which all dozens of our listeners already know about. That's our fantasy football yes. league. Go ahead. Um, Tough game today, by the way. Oh, yeah. we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> One and four. That's all right. I'm three and two. I've dropped two. Looking for some more wins. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. So tell tell the folks about you. Oh, I'm a Boy Scout of America. <laughs> Troop five, seven, seven, five, seven. seven. That's right. We're, we're repping Troop 757. We're in the Grand Canyon. We are on a backpacking trip. We are doing, we're dropping in the South Rim. Oh my gosh, I think we're getting Snapchatted right now. Is that a term, getting Snapchatted? Did, did, did you snap something about us? No, 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 no. Dude, hey, this is a snap-free zone. I'm being nah, tattooed. No, no, no. Snap all you no, want. No, no, there's no snaps. Come back. Let's, wait, wait, wait. This is such bad radio. All right, so here we are. Uh, the night before a four-day, three-night backpacking trip, a little colder than we expected. We are on the south rim of the Grand Canyon. We are taking Hermit's Trail down to Hermit's Rest. Hermit, her, I'm sorry, Hermit, Hermit's Creek Campground. Um, and that's that's where we're going to spend night one. Guys, tell everybody a little bit about your preparation. Tell everybody about what you're excited about, what you're not excited about. Let's let's talk about the trip. I am really excited about the to see like the canyon and we so got see our, how grand it is we got our first glimpse today it was pretty it was pretty good it was pretty good i just want to tell everyone about how i prepared yeah i got started about 24 hours before my flight took off um we got going it i'll just say we had some ups and downs kind of <laughs> like the grand canyon a little doop, doop, up and down yeah um it, it did involve you know a few cuss words few swear words no big deal we Co- made it Okay, we made it. Scarred but smarter, you might say. Yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, the the prep part is always the toughest part. Um, Baxter, tell us a little bit about your preparation. Like, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about your pack. What what did you think was hard to prepare for? Things like that. Uh, I thought it was hard to prepare for uh, the uh, backpacks sometimes because we kind of like packed a little late. You know, we put my pack together a bit late, and then we. Flew into Philadelphia, oh, which gosh. I don't understand why. I mean, from Tennessee to Philly doesn't make sense. Really doesn't. And then we, our flight to we missed our flight to Phoenix, <laughs> and so then we flew to Seattle, and then Seattle we flew to Phoenix, and now 
We're in Grand Canyon Village. And, and by the way, instead of getting here last night, Baxter and his crew, and there was a bunch of them that, that fell in this category, they missed their connecting flight in, in Philadelphia thanks to a delay in Knoxville. Some of them, some of them flew to Seattle. You know, one one father and his son flew to Vegas, I think. Yeah. And I mean, it's just yeah. it, they we, saw quite some we, interesting We things. were scattered, smattered, and covered, as I say at IHOP. And instead of getting in last night, they got in this morning, and it's been a wow. I can't believe what Jack just did. I'm so glad we're not on video. It involved a microphone in his bottom. Anyway, we are. Um, Boy, this is easily the worst podcast we've ever done. Cutmaster Osborne, folks. I got to regroup a little bit. So we are exhausted and we are leaving tomorrow. Um, anybody in the studio audience, raise your hand if you'd like to come up. Sam, come on up. My son, Sam Osborne. You're going to take Jack's mic? All right. Jack, you want to give me your earpieces there? Okay, Sam. So this should be interesting. How are you, buddy? Good. All right. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Tell us about your expectations for the trip or anything you want to talk about with the trip. I think it's going to be cold. I know. A little colder than we thought. Wet. A little wetter than we thought. Uh, it's supposed to rain one night. I think it's Monday night into Tuesday morning. Not excited about that. I hope there are some good views to make up for the terrible weather. Oftentimes, a good view can make up for inclement weather. So I think that's good. <laughs> Very good. What about the wind? Are you all in touch with the wind? And I'm not. I heard it was like 40 miles. An I just hour. hope it doesn't blow me off the mountaintop. I don't think it will. <laughs> I do think that there are going to be insane. We little lad go flying. <laughs> I heard a story about your brother Hank. Oh yeah, he who goes by the yeah who goes by the name Lamb Nuts in our in our fantasy football league. Oh, he hates that. Well, why do you name himself that? And see these nuts. No, no, it's dad, lamb nuts. No, dad, dad does this all the time. no, it's lamb nuts. He calls himself lamb nuts. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like lamb nuts. Anyway, so tell us the story about lamb nuts getting picked up by the well, wind. Well, I wasn't there, but I heard about it, and he was like against the wall, and then the wind picked him up and like threw him near the edge. Unbelievable. And it is supposed to be windy tomorrow, but I think it's going to be a fun day. Are you all prepared from a food standpoint? MREs, military. That's right. What about you? I'm well prepared. You can't go wrong with ramen noodles. Should we bring someone else up from the well studio prepared, audience? Boy Scouts. Like come up? Andrew, be you, prepared. We got Andrew and Jack Quigley in the house. They're both pointing to one another. I will come up. All right, all right. Oh, he's going to replace Baxter. Sam, you going to keep the mic? Indeed. Okay, then I'm going to have you interview Andrew. <laughs> Jack, Fun. you want to come up here, and we'll just. Well, no, no, no. Sam's going to interview, but you can take my mic, and I'll step away for a little bit. Alrighty. This should be interesting. I am not responsible for anything that's about to happen. <laughs> Alrighty, fellas, what's what's crackling? I'm doing the interview, Jack. Thank you. Hello, Andrew. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? Great. What are you excited for about this Grand Canyon trip? Definitely the views. Definitely. Yeah, the views are going to be nice. Real yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. What are you least excited about? Carrying all that weight on my back. It's like 20 pounds. That's a lot of weight. <laughs> I think you'll be fine, bud. I'm not very strong. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, this is... <laughs> this is good practice. This is good practice. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, what are your predictions? Like, who do you think is likely to fall off a cliff? Like, <laughs> Probably you. Definitely <laughs> you. Okay, yeah. All right. Who do you maybe like, Lucian actually <laughs> Lucian and Michael? <laughs> they are the no one knows who these people are. They are the they are the crew that flew to Las Vegas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good time, I heard. 
Do we want to bring Jack quickly on to get interviewed? Yeah, sure thing. Let, let, I think I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to take Sam's spot. Okay, here we go. And then Goodbye, Jack everybody. Jack Quigley, come Goodbye. on up. Now, Jack's dad, John Quigley, is uh, an experienced backpacker, and he's really good uh, at doing the research, and he did a ton of research. He and I texted a lot about this. Do you Are you in touch with the fact that your dad's pretty dialed into most of the trips that he takes you on? Yeah, I mean, he knows a lot about it, and he has, like, when we're getting ready, a lot of the stuff I don't know what he's talking about, but I know he has a lot of experience, like, from college, so. Right. Yeah. And, I mean... Have you soaked some of that up, some of that experience up? Like, are you learning little by little as you go out with him? Yeah, I think I have. And um, a lot of stuff, like, about the backpacks and when it rains, he has a couple tips. Like, we're lining our backpacks with trash bags. So if it does, like, get through our pack cover, it'll be fine. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great trick. Um, and some people put their, com- uh, their sleeping bags. Like, what I do is I put the stuff I want to get wet the least. In other words, my... Uh, food i'm okay with sometimes but food basically um certainly sleeping bag and clothes and i put them in like a compression sack that's waterproof jack have you picked up anything through the years as you've gone through backpack trips with me or i learned how to poach a tent <laughs> to pitch a tent <laughs> yeah poaching a tent would be pitch a tent. Po- but, but i think you brought up an important point poaching a tent <laughs> no it could be shooting a tent i suppose that's like poaching an animal what poaching a tent would mean to me is you jack would see someone's tent and be like let's sleep in it and he would just go and like hey i'm gonna approach that tent they'd come back and be like that's my tent jack would be like the hell it is it's my tent hey i prefer not to use that profane language they, they, on a two o. that's that's fair I, my, my bad on tried. That. I, i've had one or two mislips that yeah, you've let slide mis- uh, mishaps or slips we would call it nothing super profane all right well uh, I'm excited for the trip. I think that there's going to be a lot that we're going to learn. And I can't wait because the second half of this podcast will be our experience from the trip. You'll hear all about it on the other side, so stay tuned. And we're back. Yes, sir, boy. Jack, normally when I say we're back, we have been paused for just, you know. 12 minutes. Not even, like. A minute, Seven two minutes. minutes, yeah, maybe sometimes. Sometimes it's just immediate. This time, we're back after four days and three nights in the Grand Canyon. We've got special guest Baxter Johnson. He's going to break down our trip with us. Guys, where to begin? Maybe we start at the very, very beginning, Monday morning. Can anybody tell me what the weather was Monday morning? It was snowing on the rim. Yeah. It was rainy and cold. So... So cold, like cold enough to where it was like, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, can we I, leave now? I was, I was not enthusiastic about the weather when we we had. Okay, we we like when you're in the Grand Canyon Village, you can't just go and park at the trailhead. You usually have to take a shuttle. So we were at Hermit Rest, which is where we started. That's in the South Rim, and we had like. I don't know, a 10-minute walk that was freezing and then about a 9 or 10-minute shuttle ride. And actually, probably close. 20. Yeah, 20-minute shuttle ride with nine stops. That was, I don't know, you're just sitting there wringing your hands waiting to go. And then you get out. And yes, as Jack said, they would go on to get two inches of snow on the rim that night. So we start our descent. We're on Hermit Trail. We lose 2,500 feet in the first 2.5 miles. We get to mile 5.5 or 6, and there's 1,200 foot loss 
in the next mile. But it wasn't just the descent, guys. It was all the rock slides, right? There was a lot of rock slides. Yeah. And COVID has made it such, at least this is what the shuttle driver told us, COVID has made it such that they're not maintaining Hermit Trail like they once did. I think Bright Angel is a more thoroughly traversed trail. Yes. And I think it is maintained more. But Baxter, talk a little bit about those rock slides. Those were no joke. Do you agree? I agree with you. They're pretty. They're pretty bad. And, and sometimes you could sort of lose the trail in them. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, like for there those, were multiple times where you just walked off the trail because you didn't know where it was going. There was it was so rocky. Yeah, and and like Baxter just said, like a trail is usually traily, and that's what you know hikers. Oh, that's a traily trail or a cruisy trail. Cruisy trail is a nice plush trail where you can make quick time. These trails were neither trail nor cruisy. I mean, you could lose the trail in a second, and it was a very technical descent. I mean, it was like yes. you had, had to watch your step every step of the way. Anyway, we get through Cathedral Stairs. That's the one-mile stretch where you lose 1,200 feet. And then you get to the Hermit Trail Tonto uh, Trail intersection, and we kept going straight to Hermit Campground. Guys, that was the campground in night one where the, the wind came in. We took some good pictures, though, did we not? We did. Yay. Baxter held, what was what, what did you hold? What was that thing? It was a sheep skull. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Baxter went full tribal with, like, a sheep skull. I mean, dude, this thing, like, it wasn't a sheep skull because it had horns. It was ram, like a ram skull. ram skull. Yeah, it was a ram skull. And, I mean, this looked like, you know, a prop from Breaking Bad. I mean, we, we were like in the middle of the Arizona desert. But what was weird is you sit there and you think desert, Grand Canyon, su- super warm. But that night, it was so gusty. Jack, why don't you tell the story as we were setting up our tent? Me and Dad were setting up our tent and we it's Dad had- and I. Alrighty, Johnny. E- even the Grand Canyon doesn't excuse poor language. It's Sorry, Dad Cub and I. Master. Dad and I. And by the way, we'll get to Cubmaster. Cubmaster Osborne <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Let's just say they happened early and often. All right. Anywho, Dad and I were setting up the tent, and we had everything done, and we had like half the rain fly, and Dad went off to help someone else. And the rain fly kind of like caused, like the wind was going and the rain fly was shaking around. And then two of our poles snapped. Snapped. Guys, I camp a lot, okay? I've never had a tent pole snap. I would say the gusts were close to 40 miles an hour. That's not an exaggeration. It was super, super windy. And like Jack says, I went to help another dad with his rain fly. Mine was not all the way staked in. This guy needed help, though. And the rain fly served as like this force for the wind to get in and wreak havoc with. And it just twisted the rain fly all up and it, and it snapped my, my tent poles. I've had this tent for like seven years. I always carry my, the splint for the tent poles and I've never had to use it. Thankfully I had it obviously. And then another prepared hiker had his, so we used it. So then we camped out that night, uh, rainy Baxter, any thoughts about that night? Oh, your campsite was pretty, pretty flooded yeah uh, so yeah and, and that's a good that, that's a good next story so we wake up the next morning it has rained all night okay it has not stopped raining it has been cold our only saving grace is we've only got four and a half miles that next day so we know that we can kind of sleep in and and jack and i do just that i mean jack was well jack was in my tent and sam was in the tent my other son sam was in the tent with this kid named lucian and this then, kid he's a loser 
He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Lucian's a good kid, everybody. He's a good, good, good kid, Lucian is. Luciano Pavarotti. What do y'all call him? Loose chains? Loose chains. Hey, Lucian dropped and lost stuff nonstop. (laughs) Hey, whose trash is that? Oh, it's Lucian's cliff bar trash. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Jack and I are sitting there in the tent that morning, and, and Sam and Lucian are in the tent next door. And I mean, it is like it's been raining nonstop. And we are, we get up. First of all, Lucian and Sam keep talking about, hey, our tent's kind of wet and there's mud coming in. I'm like, hey, you know, put, put a Band-Aid on it. You know? like, don't worry about it. Rub some dirt in it. And so we get up and we get out. And Baxter, describe what our tents were setting in. Puddles. Standing water. Let, let's call it what it was. It was stand, like two inches of standing water. I mean, it was insane. So we have to like deal with all that. That took forever. Uh, just drying those tents out. Anyway, the group left at... Uh, 11.30. That's right, 11.30 that day, and we hiked back up to Tonto and then took Tonto to... Monument. Monument, that's right. To Well, to Monument Grand Trail. Falls. No, it's Monument Trail, the Monument Creek Trail, and we took a left on it, and we it, we zigzagged down a very steep descent, and then we're in like this river basin, in this big stream river basin. Riverbed. Yeah, riverbed, and we walked toward... The Colorado River. And we set up camp at Granite Springs. So just to... Granite Falls. Thank you. Was it Granite? It was Granite Falls. I don't think it was. It was Granite Falls. Let's push pause and find out, big boy. Funny. Okay, here's a first in according to the Osborne history. It was neither. Jack and I were both wrong. It was Granite Rapids. Anyway... It's technically Granite Falls, stop. but thank just, you. Just stop it. Alrighty, Cubmaster. Okay, so we take a left on Monument. We go to Granite uh, Rapids. And just to... To paint everything, we started. Granite Falls. Stop it. Stop it. Can you tell I'm testy, folks? Uh, to, 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 to set the table again, we started at 6,700 feet. Our first night was at 2,300 feet. This night, or excuse me, our, our first night was at 2,900 feet. So we lost quite a bit of feet in that first uh, day of hiking. The second night was at the Colorado River at Granite Rapids. Rapids. Granite Falls. And that was at 2,300 feet. And guys, that was a magical night. Agreed? Yeah, it was like I sand. peed in the Colorado River. Uh, it, it, I also twice. peed in the Colorado River. I peed River. in the Colorado River. We all may have peed in the Colorado River, for what it's worth. Um, but that was a great night. Uh, this is where there's a very, very good story that happened that night, Baxter. Oh, Lucian or Loose Chains and Loose I. Chains, boy. It was at nighttime and we hid behind the bushes and Mr. Quigley came down to pee in the Colorado. Because, hey, we were all peeing in the Colorado. Right? And we decided to shake the bushes a little bit <laughs> and act like an animal. And he turned to us and then looked our direction and then ran off. He hissed as well. He went, yeah. Yeah, like, like when we told him later and we told him via this award ceremony that Baxter's dad, Jonathan, came up with. And uh, he, he gave Lucian an, like the wild animal award. And that's the first time Mr. Quigley learned that he had been duped. And it's Mr. Perfect Qu- timing. Oh, it was unbelievable. And Mr. Quigley owned it. He goes, did you hear me hiss at you? I went, <laughs> you know, trying, to, trying to scare the animal or whatever. I mean, and, like what's amazing is like later on, uh, Mr. Quigley's like, hey, man, I heard a wild animal. I wonder if it was you know, a mountain lion or a bobcat. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> like I didn't know the joke. And so I thought, hey, whatever. Anyway, on the way into camp that day, it was kind of raining sideways and it was really rough. Uh, it was it was a hard scrabble, hard, hardcore few days outside. But once we got there, everything started to clear up. That night, the stars came out. We had a wonderful dinner. 
Uh, we had a great, great time. There was a camp adjacent to us that you had to kind of walk through some willows and all these little trails. Did either one of you guys? You did, right? Yes. Jack? Did you go see it? No, I didn't. Anyway, it was a boat camp. It's where the rafters that, that go on these raft trips take their clients to camp out. I mean, this thing was set up like nobody's business. It they, was pretty cool. It was amazing. They had four or five stoves set up. These people were eating hot soup out of bowls. I mean... There were six boats, I think, one wooden boat and five other boats. That's correct. And they were they were massive. So anyway, we went to visit them the next morning also to ask when they were taken off because we wanted to go to, we wanted to watch them go down the Colorado. We filmed them. We did film them. They the, right in front of our campsite was one of the more difficult rapids that they would encounter in their entire trip. You know what? 216 miles is the Colorado River within the Grand Canyon. They and go it, for 20 days. And it drops, it drops, that's right, they go for 20 days, and it drops 10,000, or excuse me, 10,000. It drops 2,000 feet, so it drops about 100 feet a mile, the Colorado River does as it carves its way through the canyon. That's believable. Yeah, so anyway, that was fantastic. So, uh, great night, punctuated by a fantastic morning, watching those guys, um, you know, raft down. Uh, then then we, we load up, and we go up, back up, the Monument Trail, and we're now headed to uh, Monument Creek. Monument, yeah. Is it technically Monument Rapids, Jack? No, but I didn't say it was Monument Rapids. Unlike Monument someone said Falls. it was, it was <laughs> Granite Springs. Like wasn't Granite Springs. Yeah, it was closer to Falls, so technically I think I won that battle. There was no battle. Take the L Cup, mister. Yeah. So we, and it's only a mile and a half hike, but you know what? We actually lost our way on that one. We Like four times. Like twice. <laughs> like six times, no, actually. Like no. Twice. It was like three times. It was, yeah. it was really only once. You guys lost your way and went all the way up. Mr. Shod and I went to the right and knew we were correct, but then came back down to get you guys. Then we all came back down. Then we went to the right again, and that was incorrect. We should have gone to the left. Anyway, we corrected that problem. But that was a reasonably difficult mile and a half. Do you all agree? It was up a riverbed, like, and it was just annoying. Yeah, rocks everywhere. Guys, rocks everywhere on our trip. I mean, it was really insane. Anyway, we get to our last camp, and it's a wonderful, wonderful camp. The Monument Creek site is. And there's all these, I don't even know how to describe it, but just like all these like little, can you describe it? Well, I it, can describe it. it. It's, it's tough. Some to, campsites. Boy, that's very descriptive. <laughs> you wow. should be a writer. I bet wow. you'd be really good at that. Charles Dickens. <laughs> and then we there was campsites that we was at, and they were they was beautiful. They was campsites. They were beautiful. And they was campsites. There was there were campsites by Jack <laughs> Osborne. <laughs> by Jack Osborne, they was lovely. And they was campy and whatnot. All right. Anyway, so Cubmasters funny. Yeah, Cubmasters make jokes too. Oh, so there we are. There's a million different campsites at this place. It's on. It parallels a, a a creek. It was absolutely fantastic. The stars were great. We had the moon was out. We played. Past the pigs. Past the, the pigs. Jack's really good at like crapping out. Times, guys. Past the pigs is a great game, Jack probably like you can crap out he should and, retire you can crap out and pass the pigs I bet, I bet i bet jack crapped out seven out of eight rolls and sam kept yes. calling it sam would be like you will crap out on your third roll and suddenly your third roll you no but out. it wasn't that i would crap out my first roll yeah, you you were immediate crap out but i'm lucian just talking. had humping pigs yeah lucian did have humping pigs that's you boy that sounds bad uh <laughs> lucian's sus yeah, usually those chains, those chains, with the humping pigs and whatnot, yo. 
well, that was fun, and I'm trying to think of any stories that night. I, I We've forgotten big story. Let's go. Let's talk about some of the stories, because so, so many stories came out of this trip. Let's go. Um, I'm trying to think of the name oh, of this I, story. I, I have a good story. Prickly pear. Oh, okay. So tell your prickly <laughs> pear story, Jack. So we're about like... 30 minutes in, like literally 30 minutes into the very first day. Day one, you can still smell our deodorant. We're fresh, we're clean. Yeah, and I sit on a cactus. Is that a euphemism, son? What's that? Just go. Go ahead. I sit on a cactus, and there was like probably like 45 needles in my arm. And there was like, yep, good, 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 good. Baxter, that was excellent. <laughs> Baxter, that was fantastic. Uh, a lot of people were doing this. Oh, you're funny, Cub Master. Yeah, you know well, what ahead. I do so, when I hear you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, got him. Hey, Jack. Good one. All right. <laughs> so, so let's go. So tell the story. So so Jack sits on a cactus. And then, like, my back, my pack has, like, all these needles in them, too. And um, Dr. Qu- Doc. well, at this point, he was Dr. Quigley. He's really Mr. Quigley, but since he pulled out a big needle, he's Dr. Quigley. Yeah, he was Dr. Quiggs right then. So, and um and then like after like like even like a day later I'd find them on my pants. I'm like, oh, got another one. Yeah, they were they were a little loose needles. Right, Baxter, you, you get I have some. a story. Right, let's go about myself that I haven't told anybody except my dad. Breaking news on oh. according to the Osborns, our dozens of listeners oh. are in for a treat. Okay. Baxter has some breaking news. So, Do I, I? I don't know this. Only oh, JJ. He this said. is great. Let's go. I went to a bathroom on my. Oh no! You told me this. It's the. So, no, 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 stop. No, let, let, let yeah, it go. Yeah, he told no, me this. So he told I me this. I went to the bathroom on the third uh, His third, third poop. poop. It, it, hold on. So I'm gonna, I am going to set the table. There was a privy night one. There was not a privy night two. And if you wanted to make it happen... Oh, Sam's knocking at the door. Sorry, we're in our hotel room here in Phoenix, and we just had to open the door for Sam. So... Uh, so night one has a privy. Night three has a privy. So that means you have to have some timing, because if you wanted to... Uh, how you say drop a deuce on lay night, an egg lay an egg on night two if you were sticking out like a felt tip marker and you needed something to happen like dad and you needed to make it happen um you were carrying that out and i was convinced i was not carrying my own fecal matter out so most of us all of us actually waited for uh the privies on on night one and night no. three really it meant night what's that no, uh, yes because sam sam pitched a shutout <laughs> do, do you want to tell us your strategy come here what was your strategy for the... Hold on, you can't pull the mic that far. It's going to pull it off. What was your strategy, Sam? I did not poop. That's a great strategy. <laughs> I mean, like, That's like, so unsanitary. Like, no, 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 he no, also did not change. That's just disgusting. I didn't change, what? dude. I wore, the sa- hey, I wore the same underwear and same shorts all four days. And if that's what? wrong... Yeah. Ever. Oh! oh, gosh. All right. By now, we have... <laughs> hold on. That was pretty good. By now, we have filibustered uh, Baxter's story. Baxter, let's go. So on the third night... I after I took my third poop, I ran out of toilet paper. So you see, I walk in the the water. <laughs> Dude, I was about to push it. But the water but source, it. like you could like walk all the way down. So I walked all the way down to the end of the water source and stuck my butt in the. In the <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He stuck his so. booty in the river and he let it. Rip wow, you let, know, like, let it wipe or there something. are several things wrong with that. One of them is actually 
you really aren't supposed to do that to a water source. I really wish I hadn't heard that. Oh, that is gross. <laughs> no, that's... that's uh, it went all the way down, though. I went all the way well, down. That's very considerate of you. For nice. future reference, that is a big no-no. Where else uh, would I would have gone? I mean, I'm that not, would mean people would be drinking your own poop. Uh, again, let's leave that lie. He Let's just suffice it to say went several, several hundred feet. Let's call it a mile down the trail. I don't think it was a mile. It was, Baxter. It was every bit of a mile. All right, let's think of other stories to tell besides uh, Baxter's unfortunate uh, bidet situation. I mean, I'm out. Well, and speaking of being out, this might be the perfect time to talk about our out. Because after three wonderful days, three wonderful nights, after enduring the weather, after being rewarded by the sun coming out, and after all these wonderful stories, this great father-son time. And guys, truly, it was such a great trip. We have day four. Does anyone want to describe what day four was all about? I think I will. Well, I want you to start. But actually, I want Baxter to start. Baxter had his hand up first. Baxter, go yeah. ahead. Um, well, it was my group, which was like me, Mr. Uh, Rosenblad, and Ethan Redman, and Jack Quigley. We kind of kind of just like... Practically, we practically just ran up the top to the top. They like Mr. What I heard was Mr. Rosenblatt was trail running. Well, Mr. Rosenblatt, he, he legitimately runs like hundred mile yeah, races. And He's so, hardcore. Like, Baxter and Jack Fugu told me they'd fall back every like fifteen seconds and then just run up to catch up to him. Yeah, I mean they, they they essentially they essentially trail ran it, and that's great. And and but that's not what I'm necessarily talking about. I'm talking about the trail itself. Like we started. It was tough. It was tough. We started at twenty nine hundred feet. We steep. immediately went up a very, remember the very beginning was very, very steep. Oh, yeah. So we gained like three or 400 feet and then went down a little bit. So we had to kind of recapture that gain because the net gain was, and it wasn't 3,100 feet, it was 3,700 feet. We went from 2,900 to 6,600, almost 6,700. And it was a nine mile course. And you know, it just, it was relentlessly up. I mean, it never, ever stopped. Really, from the point that we caught Tonto back to Hermit Trail, we went through Cathedral Stairs, which weren't that bad. Do you agree with that? My group didn't stop. Yeah. the I, I, I wasn't planning on stopping, but a person in our group. Yeah, we, here, here's the deal. Like, much is made about, oh, I finished first, oh, I did that. And and rightfully so. I mean, these the guys that were going up were going up it fast. I'd be proud of it, too. But the group, like... We were staying back. JJ and I were staying back with whoever was, you know, the slowest or whatever. And uh, but no, like for us to have quote unquote the slowest still get out in five and a half hours. I mean, I thought the entire group did well. Is what I'm trying to say. I mean, if you, if the slowest person gets out in five and a half hours on eight miles, that's nine miles. It nine ended up being mi- yeah, nine miles. Nine miles. It's completely uphill. Yeah, that's 3,700 net gain. Probably that's a, almost two miles. Probably forty two hundred foot gain for the entire trip but on the way up and it's the trail we took down on day one you go through cathedral stairs that's 1200 feet in a mile uh, and that was tough or whatever but then it's kind of mellow the last two and a half miles you gain 2500 feet that's a thousand feet a mile for 2.5 miles that is a that's 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 a that's a heck of a pitch and what made that part worse is it wasn't very switchbacky it was just straight straight up and, mm-hmm. and the entire trail was super rocky but we got out. We had a great time. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I- I'm going to miss the trip, but I'm glad to be out. But I had such a good time. Baxter, what about you? I had a great time as well. What was your favorite part? Um, 
getting out and you're just looking down to see where you came from. Yeah, it, that was always cool. It's like the, the Grand Canyon more than any other hike I've done. Like, like okay, cathedral steps. You or, or climbing out first. If climbing out of Monument Creek, you climb out. There's this thing called the Monument. That's this giant phallus looking thing that goes straight up in the air. You could climb out. And then look down at what you just did. So the, the Grand Canyon hikes, more than any other hike, rewards you with you seeing the work you just did. Just like Baxter said, you get to the top and you see the Colorado River and you're like, wow. I used to be there. Yeah, I peed in that thing. Yes, yeah. sir. Like, yes, sir. sir. And you're like a thousand feet above it. Yeah. Like, oh, no. So like, would you do it again? I mean, I know that's a hard question to ask because we just did it. No one feels like doing it right now. But would you do it again? I'd probably do it again, but on like a different trail. Yeah, I'd like to experience a different part of it. Um, what about you, Jack? I probably would not. Really? Maybe just ask me later. I just got off the trail and I'm just gas. That's fair. I think that you're going to look back and I don't want to. I mean, it was so much fun. It, I, I had I I have great stories to tell, but it was a huge adventure. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Is it, can you breathe heavier into the mic, please? Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> we are all tired, and we are about to catch a flight. So that means that we are out of here. Hey, Baxter, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Hope you guys enjoyed this Grand Canyon recap. You have been listening to According to the Osborns. Yeah. According to the Osborns. Yeah.